Uh, hi everyone. This is、uh, Jack's broadcast. I want to find some music to add into my track, but everything in my Apple Music are just too long to put it in, and not really fit for this topic. So I just directly say it. So my topic is basically about the U.S. military, and I'm gonna separate it into three episodes, and it's mainly U.S. Army, U.S. Navy, and the U.S. Air Force. So many people ask that doesn't U.S. Marine Corps belong is the fourth army of the United States, but. I will put the U.S. Marine Corps this part into the Navy part. So my total topic is three, and、uh, the reason for me to talk about it is because I really like to study things that about the military stuff, especially United States Army, because you know. Study wars and、uh, different armies and their histories are just like you know reading a history book. Like it will give you many information, not only about wars, not only about different strategies that maybe you can、uh, study, but it also teach you、uh, some lessons about how society works. And maybe sometimes you can use something that you learn from those different wars into the real life. Maybe in your company. Ah,、uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying maybe, maybe not. It depends on different people. So, uh, today I'm gonna introduce the U.S. Army's part first. And I will separate it into three different pieces. The first one is the staff structure, so it's basically different types of forces that are under U S Army's command. And the second one is some missions, so some famous missions that the Army had operated before. And the third one is equipments, some equipments that the Army used to like or is using right now. All right. <coughs> oh, I got cold this day, so my voice is not so good. I'm sorry. So the first one is about the basic situation about U.S. armies, and it's some little history part. So United States Army is the most important component of the U.S. military. So it's basically、uh, deal with some battles on ground. Uh, the former U.S. Army was some civil soldiers in the in those、uh, colonies, and、uh, it there's a funny part about the U.S. Army because in history there's two U.S. Army. The first one is that、uh, the first one is that the regular army that. Basically,、uh, built by some professional、uh, soldiers, and the second one is citizen army, which basically built up with different、uh, citizens. I mean, civil civilians, and the citizen army includes some、um, civil soldiers and the national guard. 
So the National Guard was the oldest America force in the history. In 1636, uh, December, I remember December the 31st, some、uh, some people living colonized in Massachusetts built the first America Civil Army's force, and、uh, later that day became the、uh, Army Day of the National Guard, and later in 1747, yeah, 1747. The first、uh, America Army, which the Ranger built, and later in 1775, at the first Continental Congress, that the、uh, second con- the Continental ah, I forgot if it's the first one or second one. Yeah, I I I think that was the second one because the first one is in、uh, 1974, I think. Yeah. It's the second one, second Continental Congress that、uh, built a, a provisional government. That this government uh, directly uh, command the Continental Army. That basically、uh, built up with ten groups of、uh, infantry. And that day,、uh, that day, the June the fourteenth, seventeen seventy-five, was the. Army Day of the United States Army, and now in 2000, basically I only got the data to 2017. So to 2017, there's 460,000 uh, soldiers in U.S. Army, and there's uh 335. A thousand people in National Guard, and there's some other people about two hundred thousand in USAR. So it is the second largest and the second largest army in the world, and the, their their force is the first. I mean, they're the top. Yeah. So from the build. From the build of the American army, it goes went through a lot of war, like American Revolution, War of eighteen twelve, and Mexican Mexican War. Later, they went through the、uh, Spanish American War, the First World War, and Second World War. I'm going to introduce some famous missions. So, the first one, first one is the battles of Lexington and Lexington. Yeah, Lexington and Concord. So this battle happened in seven, uh, 1775 at uh, April. I remember April, yeah, April 19th, and that battle happened in Massachusetts. So in the 18th of in the 18th of April at that year, the commander of in Commander of British force、uh, got some intel's that some civil civilians、uh, have some fire weapons that hide it in Concord, which is a small village near Boston, and so they sent some troops to go and find them out and destroy them. So、uh, on the morning of that, on the morning of that day, that when British armies are moving forward, they suddenly find that some. There's, I mean, t- maybe 
20 to 50 civilians, villagers are outside the village and on the grass field, and they are holding guns. So the commander of that, those British soldiers was Smith. Smith knew that those uh, civilians are belong to Lexington, and he was very surprised how those civilians knew that the British gun came for them. And but he, he, he did not know that there was a special organization like some built up with some spies that called the uh, Congress of Compu Communication. And those people got some intel that knew that the British soldiers going to clean up those weapons. And then they take those messages and separate it to those people in Lexington and Concord uh, only in one night. And then those uh, two, p two places, which was Concord and uh, Lexington, their civilians uh, get you know, work together and uh, try to stop the British. So, Smith, uh, yeah, Smith at that night, he, Smith at that day, he found those civilians and he did not think too much, just asked those British soldiers to fire. Later, uh, the civilians retreat because they do not have many great weapons, they do not have many people, and they do not have the best field to attack the British soldiers. So they retreat very fast, and eight of them were dead. And Smith commands the British soldiers went into those went into the village, which is Lexington. But he did not find any revolution force, which is strange. Because at that time, those civilians got together and went to Concord. So there's a small river near Concord, outside Concord. And the field is very easy to hold, but not very easy to attack. So when British people get, in, get to the river near the village. They saw that the village was very quiet, so Smith guessed that maybe those civilians have separated the fire weapons, and he just went into the village and asked and searched for them. Those British soldiers searched for all the time, but they found nothing. Later, Smith has nothing to do but to send command, ask, their to ask his troops to Get back, got, got back to Boston, but suddenly there was some gunshot uh, from the from outside of the village. So those villages are those civilians. Those civilians, they just they just get together outside the town and then hurry to those British soldiers. So uh, on the at the nine o'clock. In the morning, there's about 300 to 400 civilians that was attacking the British army. They were everywhere near British army, and British army could not fire back because they could not see those civilians clearly, those revolutionaries clearly. And uh, uh, so the battle lasted to the to that day's afternoon, and there's a. Uh, 
<coughs> another ground force that came from Boston and say, saved those British armies and saved the Smiths. And uh, with this battle, British, there was more than 200 people were were KIA in this battle. I mean, only the British side. So. Why, why introduce this battle? Because it is very important. It is the start of the American Revolution War. We, we, without, Lexit, without Lexington, they cannot win. They, 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 I mean, with, with, without this war, they may have their own revolution later. Maybe, I don't know. But it's the beginning of the whole revolution. And uh, I think that's the famous, the most famous uh, battle I want to introduce. And the latest one is about the uh, <coughs> some very important equipment that the U.S. Army wants to would like to use or uh, they are using right now. So the first one is Gallant Rifle, which is M1. It is a famous gun. I think everyone maybe heard about it. It's a famous rifle that the American army basically used, largely and widely used during the Second World War. It is uh, very easy to get and it is very easy to fix. And people, do, those soldiers do not worry if the rifle gets into some soil or water because they can clean it easily. And uh, why this M1 rifle is very important for U.S. Army? Because without this rifle, basically the soldiers do not have weapons to fight the World War II. They love their M1 rifle. And then it's M60, M60, uh, which is M60 tank. That M60 tank. Uh, in also in the Second World War, and uh, basically it's another famous tank in uh, World War Two battlefield. And with M60, uh, U.S. Army caused many attacks and many serious da damage to British, uh, to the German soldiers and the Japanese soldiers. Later, they also used M60 to fight in uh, Korea War and Vietnam War. Also, some uh, some uh, you know the Taiwan Taiwan Ground Force also get some M60 and used them later. I think in late 20 years. So it's a very important tank that it really helped uh, get keep many countries safe, not only U.S., but also many other countries, many small countries, like Taiwan, not really, but Taiwan was a country at that time, yeah. And the last one is M1, M1 Abrams, so it's named after a famous general, which belonged to U.S. Army, and uh, it was the tank that basically the U.S. Army is using right now. It fought many famous battles like Iraq wars and Afghanistan wars and basically all those all those famous ground 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 battles that the U.S. Army attacked after Vietnam War have the 
uh, have the role of M1 Abrams. Yeah, it's another it's another famous and it's a very ex advanced tank that uh, help the U.S. Army to protect the United States of America. And with M1, they also protect many European countries. You know, like like many many European countries that under NATO's command use M1 out. And I think that's all for the first part. And thank you. I will go and introduce the U.S. Navy and uh, then the U.S. Air Force in the next few episodes. Thank you.